A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm talking about mean girl drama. This is all about how to help your athlete build confidence even in tough social situations. So before you turn your mama bear rage on that pain in the butt girl that is harassing your daughter, check this out. I'm going to go over the six things to do if your daughter is struggling with a mean girl on the team. This can actually make this drama a source of confidence instead of bringing her down. Now, if you are dealing with mama drama, you can also probably get a lot out of this. And then for more tips on parenting your adolescent athlete, be sure to check out my free training for gymnastics parents, how to help your daughter overcome mental blocks without being too controlling or too involved. You can register for free at completeperformancecoaching.com slash free if your athlete is struggling with mental blocks and you want to know how to support her. Then check it out. All right, here's our episode. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey guys, it's me, Coach Rebecca. And today I'm going to be talking about mean girls. And of course, this can apply to mean boys, and um, but it just tends to be these, these little slippery girls on the team harassing your daughter. So I'm going to talk today about some tips. So you're going to have six tips to help your athlete build confidence when they are being harassed by a mean girl. And this comes up from a member of the Sport Confidence Accelerator, our free Facebook group. And one of the moms in there said that she's struggling with watching her daughter break through a mental block, doing all this work and making progress and getting her confidence back. And then a mean girl arrives on the scene and boom, back to square one, destroyed her confidence. So I'm going to talk to you today about how to take that situation that's less than ideal And actually use it to build more confidence in your daughter. Because adolescent relationships are a training ground for resilience. Okay, these are tough. We have been there. I have been there. I have all of the trauma of once being a junior high aged gymnast human. So I know like your tendency is to be like, where's that girl? I'm going to kick her little scrawny butt. But that is not the solution, okay? So here's how to help her build confidence so that this doesn't have to affect her. It can actually make her stronger. So the first thing you want to do, if you have come to the awareness that your daughter is being bullied or, you know, even just whatever, having these interactions, I'm not going to use the B word necessarily, but somebody's being rude to her and it's affecting her confidence. 
The biggest thing that you can do to help her is to regulate your own emotions. So the biggest mistake that you can make is getting emotionally triggered. So I, you know, had that boy bullying me in seventh grade. I had, you know, various girls who just like would tell me I was too tall or I was flat chested or whatever, all the things that just like stick in your head. But the worst thing I could do is see my girl getting, you know, kind of picked on and then be like, every single memory of life is coming up and I want to kick her butt. Those memories of pain, my pain, makes it hard for me to focus on my daughter. So if you are, you know, also dealing with the drama with her mom or there's other things going on that just gets you all full of adrenaline, your daughter might look at you and go, I don't know if my mom is the most grounded, helpful resource I can possibly find. So if you haven't aired out your stuff, so to speak, your baggage around your you know, junior high experience, you might want to do that. Like air it out with a trusted friend, with your partner, with a therapist, with a journal, anybody but your athlete, right? So that you can kind of get some of that energy out and acknowledge that was hard and I survived. And I am still here to tell the story. So just like that didn't take me down, it's not going to take her down. So once you can get to that awareness of this is not ideal, I don't want this for my kid. I wish I didn't have to go through it. I really don't want her to go through it, but I'm okay. And she's going to be okay too. Okay. So that's number one is just to make sure that you can regulate your own feelings and emotions around this type of behavior. Number two, believe in her. Okay, they, they, like I said, those adolescent relationships are a training ground for adult relationships, for resilience in general. So give her your trust. Trust her to be able to solve the problem herself. So that means like you want to swoop in, you want to tell the coach, you want to tell the parents, you want to send some nasty emails, you want to send some friendly emails, you want to buy them brownies, like you want to solve this problem. I'm going to tell you not to do that. So don't take this learning experience away from her by swooping in to save the day. Instead, trust her, you know, believe that she is going to be able to work this out. She is resourceful. She is kind. She can communicate with people. She's been in maybe some challenging situations before or uncomfortable situations before, and she's navigated through it. So you, in the meantime, while you are believing in her, you know, and I'm going to get to more things like we're not just going to abandon her in this problem, but the foundation is that you believe she can handle this. You know, if she's 12 years old, she can handle this. You know, obviously there are certain situations where we do need to intervene, but you know, your run of the mill mean girl, she can handle this. Okay. In the meantime, you model that mean mom, like You don't need to let everybody in. You don't need to trust everybody, but you do need to be kind. You do need to forgive. And it's not for her, it's for yourself. So you are the kind of person who is killing them with kindness, you know, and choosing to forgive and choosing not to get wrapped up in drama. So she's going to see you modeling that more than she's going to hear you telling her what to do. Okay, number three, this is extremely important listen and acknowledge her feelings. Okay. So this is, I want you to just remove these sentences from your vocabulary. Oh, don't let her get to you. Or it's not a big deal. You might be like, oh, don't worry. You're fine. You're going to get through this. That is not how she feels. She feels angry. She feels sad. She feels embarrassed. So what you want to do in these situations is listen 
and just listen, 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 listen way more than you speak in these conversations. Empathize. Oh my gosh, I have been there. This happened to me when I was your age and it felt awful. I totally understand that you would feel upset and angry and it is okay to feel angry. And validate, you have a reason to feel this way. And of course you feel this way. And then tell her stories of your struggles. Like, gosh, I've been there. And it's just so, oh, it's so hard to be this age and have have this going on. So just to give her that, the ability to feel her feelings instead of like, you're fine, buck up, you know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. It's okay. She must be a sad person. Move on. That's not going to help because then she feels like, you don't care, you don't understand, or it's not okay to feel this way, which it absolutely is. If somebody's picking on you, it is okay to feel upset. Okay. So once you have laid that foundation of, I know she can get through this. She doesn't need me to rescue her. I'm going to listen, listen, listen so that she can air out her feelings and emotions on this. So she doesn't have to get all triggered by it in six months when it happens again. Then you can ask great questions. And this is not the interrogation committee. This is your goal is to help her solve her own problem. Your goal is not to give her advice. Actually, I would prefer you give her zero advice unless specifically asked. So your foundation for this is that you are neutral and curious. Let go of your agenda of that little girl needs to go down and stop and leave my girl alone. And how dare she? You just go in and you go, I don't know anything about this situation. I don't know how it's supposed to work out. I don't know what the solution is. I don't have the magical advice to tell her. I have never been in her shoes in this exact situation. So I don't know the answer. And I'm just curious. And from that place, you can ask really great questions like, you know, it seems like this person is not the ideal friend. What do you value in a friendship? You know, I really value blah, 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 blah. You know, or what do you think? Like, do you like the way you responded? You're curious. You're like, did that feel right? Okay, what do you think you could say next time? What do you think might work? Like, I tried this with my friend. It's really being in a dialogue of like vulnerability. And this is something I said, and boy, did it backfire. Or I really tried to do this and that didn't work. Or what do you think might work? What's one thing that could make you feel better about the situation? She might say boba, or she might say fuzzy socks, or she might say punching her in the face or whatever. Hopefully she's going to be finding constructive ways, finding some solutions. But your job is just to ask curious questions and then pause. Okay, here's the key. Stop talking. Ask a great open-ended question. It's not a yes or a no. If you give her a yes or a no, it's going to shut the conversation right down. You ask her an open-ended question and then you stop talking. Even if it takes her 27 minutes in the car to answer this question, sing a song in your head, sit on your hands, like do what you got to do to just zip it and wait and listen and see if she can work out in her mind something that might work. She might go, I don't know. I'm not sure. And then like you just give it some space, give it some time because that's, it's more important that you plant that question in her mind than you get an actual answer from her. So if you're, if you're saying, I wonder what you could do that might make you feel a little better in that situation next time, then it's going to be in her mind and she's going to be working on it. And remember you believe in her and you trust her to get herself through this. Okay. Number five, give advice only when directly asked for. I mentioned this earlier. If she does not specifically say, mom, what do you think I should do? 
don't tell her what to do. I'm telling you. I know this is so hard, but there's so much more power in just sharing a story of what you've been through than saying, here's what you need to do. Because she's going to be like, mom, you don't understand. It's what adolescents do. They're supposed to do this. They're supposed to push away and differentiate. And our job as parents is to help them learn the lessons that are going to make them more resilient and more effective in interpersonal relationships. So what I might say in this situation where she hasn't asked for any advice, but I might be like, you know what this reminds me of? There was a situation when I was in my early 20s and there was this girl that bothered me like so much. Gosh, she was nails on the chalkboard. She was so selfish and she would not stop talking. And she was, and all of my friends were like, oh my gosh, will she ever stop talking? And so we were gossiping and we were not being very kind about her behind her back. Then this girl walked up to me one day and she's like, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, I felt like this super guilty feeling in my chest and was like, yeah, sure. And so the next time I saw her, we talked and she's like, it sounds to me like, like what I've been hearing is that you're talking about me behind my back. And I really just don't want you to do that anymore. And I'd appreciate it if you would stop. Ooh, this girl, I had so much respect for her in this moment crazy respect that she did not come in guns blazing. She just let me know in this really calm, like, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'd appreciate it if you would stop. Thank you so much. And I was like, oof, I feel terrible. I'm so sorry. I absolutely will stop. Thank you for letting me know. I really appreciate your honesty. From that point on, we were not best friends. She still kind of bugged me, but I never spoke poorly about her again because I realized that's hurtful. So for, you know, to be able to share like kind of on that mean girl perspective of like, ew, even I did. And I really try to be a good person. And then this person said this to me and I was like, whoa, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, that can kind of give an idea of like, wow, somebody who's pretty confident could actually walk up to someone and say, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you would stop doing that. And then just walk away and not need, you know, and not need to like micromanage. Have you changed your ways? But just to be able to like, I would love for my girls to be able to walk up to somebody and say that. Ooh, would that be so powerful? And then we don't know. Maybe that mean girl is going to be like, well, I'm going to make your life a living hell. But your daughter gets to be like, I am confident and I don't care what she says. And I am in charge of what is said about me. It's good stuff. Okay. And like, and you can practice also modeling rather than giving advice, but modeling, you can talk about how, you know, like there's some moms that I just don't want to be friends with. They bug me. And so we don't have to be friends, but I can ask them to stop doing things that I don't like. I know I can't control it, but I would like for it to stop. And I'm going to let her know you can do that. You can have those tough conversations and then let your daughter know about it so that she can go like, whoa, mom, that's kind of intense, like good for you. You can role play tough situations, even go to her and be like, okay, there's this thing happening with my boss. I don't know what to do. Here's what they said. And I feel like I should be really nice about it, but it's bothering me. Like, what would you, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? And you can ask your daughter for advice. How would you help me handle this situation? Maybe you're watching a movie and there's a mean girl situation. And you're like, okay, hold on, pause. Like, what would you do if this was you? Well, if it was me, I would probably want to punch her, but actually then here's what I would do. You know, just to have those real life situations as sort of conversation points, especially when you can be vulnerable and be like, I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? What would you do? Because you don't have all the answers either. None of us do. We're all just hacking through relationships the best that we can. And then you can also talk about how, you know, if there was that really mean person, 
on your team that you just would get off and go on another beam, you know, if you were a gymnast yourself or whatever, whatever way you can relate, like using the buddy system and making sure there's always another person with you so that that snarky mom in the waiting room can't say anything to you because you're, oh, you're going on a walk with your other friend and now you're out of there. So rather than giving advice, you can just share personal stories, you know, ask her for advice, kind of have these impromptu role plays. That's a much better way to create these skills in ourselves and in our kids. Now, number six, our final tip, praise progress and small wins. So any moms out there who are in the Perform Happy community, you already know this is what we praise. We only praise progress and effort. So everything that she does that is even a little bit of a win from where she was if she was melting down in the car on Thursday. And on Friday, she's only just crying a little. You can be like, hey, I am proud of you. It seems like you're able to control your emotions a little better today than yesterday. Did anything change? And she's like, mom, I'm still crying. I don't know. Leave me alone. But those just little breadcrumbs of like, I see you. Like, hey, looks like you made a new friend out there today. That's so cool. Or I noticed you being kind to that person who was giving you trouble. Like high five, like that is bigger person stuff. I know she's challenging for you and I could tell you were being kind and it looks like you have extended a little bit of an olive branch, like go you, you know, or good job getting on a different beam than her. Like I noticed, and not, not everybody gets to watch practice, but any little wins or any little progress that you can identify, let her know. Like, I see you. I see that you are in the solution here and not in the problem. And I'm so proud of you. Like that, you guys, to me as a mom, means more than medals, more than trophies, more than scholarships. To know that my kid is going to be the one who can hold her head up high, forgive others, be direct, be kind, not be pushed down. Like to be able to not only not lose confidence in these tough situations, but actually gain confidence. Ooh, then all the rest of it, all the rest of life is going to fall into place. So this is tough stuff, but you can look at it like this is a really cool opportunity for you to not take your worth from other people, for you to find your worth within yourself and demonstrate that to other people. Like you got this. I believe in you. All right. So I hope that that helps those of you who are, you know, struggling with the mean girls. They are out there. Adolescents are so challenging. They can be. They can also be lovely. So if you, like this mom, um, are struggling with a daughter who has mental blocks, then I would love to invite you to our free training. And this, you can register right away for free, completeperformancecoaching.com slash free. And the training is called How to Help Your Gymnast Overcome Mental Blocks Without Being Too Controlling or Too Involved. So what we do in, in there is we talk about more of this stuff of how to help your athlete without pushing her away. I know it's a fine balance. So again, if you want to show up for that free training, it's completeperformancecoaching.com slash free. You can register right now. We'd love to have you and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm Coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.